In May 2011, two high school friends and self-identifying film buffs saw the movie Thor together in theaters. These men promptly went their separate ways and mysteriously didn't communicate for a decade. Today, still obsessed with movies, they reunite as podcasters of fortune with a mission to tackle the movies and debates they missed out on for 10 years. On this podcast, there are always... Catching up. Alright, so we are back in good old, well, I don't know about good old, um, very brand new 2022. It's, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, January 4th. Um, oh, I, said, I said, can we go back to 2021? <laughs> that's how new 2022 is yeah i thought i'm not used to saying it i thought i thought you had i thought you did i thought you said 2021 but no it's 2022 um we got some stuff to talk about uh since since our last recording hawkeye ended and uh star wars the book of Fett began um so first of, off a lot of disney plus so. yeah so for starting off aaron how did you feel about how hawkeye wrapped up I enjoyed Hawkeye a lot. I it wasn't my favorite of the shows that we got last year. I think that would probably either go to Loki or WandaVision. Yeah. But I thought, and I also think that has something to do with the fact that it's got wider ramifications for things that are gonna be going. Mm-hmm. But seeing the Kingpin back made me very happy. I am genuinely interested in seeing a uh, Echo television show. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm curious to see what spins off of this. Wh- what the next thing is for Kate Bishop, and I cannot ever remember her name. But uh, Black Widow Two. Yelena. Yes fantastic like they they, they, had, they had their, together. their stuff was the best part of the episode i uh, loved then, no that is not true the best part of that episode was the owl <laughs> like i as soon as i saw it i was like what's the payoff gonna be for this like there has to be some kind of payoff and i'm not gonna spoil it for you in case you haven't seen this yet but there's a great payoff but the fight scene that they have in in the building where it's just like it seems like one long track yeah yeah i loved that i i just i just loved where kate's like stop making me like you (laughs) they genuinely like like each other like they don't want to be fighting we're just this this is a thing we have to do i'm sorry so i i love them together absolutely love them the casting i i remember we discussed this with uh, Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and how I didn't necessarily like the chemistry that those two actors had together. There is something with Marvel casting where just every, like, I can't think of people that didn't, you know, just flow really well together and that it just didn't seem like they were having a really good time. So. Yeah. I, I can't think of the last time there was just straight up miss um, by Marvel. Maybe um the the guy who played quicksilver in age of ultron maybe him maybe he wasn't exactly on point but not it wasn't to the detriment of the movie really so and that was what eight years ago 2015 so seven yep so that's that's pretty crazy as well they just 
it still continues to blow my mind that we are living in a world where a, a movie that started in 2008 has spawned off this crazy universe that's all connected that was all movies and now it's led to like four original series that are on a streaming service i'm sorry five original series on a streaming <laughs> service that are, have to deal with you know the canon of this universe yeah they built and i'm curious what's going to happen if you know many years from now kids that you know were born after 2008 yeah or you know hell after avengers endgame and they're going back and watching this what their reaction is going to be for it like not growing up with it not being in it if they're if they're going to have that same you know reverence for it mm. that we do but i don't know what did you did you like how it ended i i've watched it two times uh the second time i liked it more than the first um i don't think they duck the landing on certain parts okay um like the whole dynamic between clint and yelena kind of gets it just didn't feel very believable oh th- th- this is how this conflict's gonna come to an end it's christmas um, man it's the happiest time of the year everything yeah. gets tidied up with a bow real quick so i i think the worst if you had a secret whistle with, you know, your sister and somebody blew it, I mean, they everything would be fine there too. So, little known fact, he was whistling Martha. <laughs> Why'd you say that, Dave? <sighs> God. But I, I just it, that didn't. It just yeah, it didn't stick well. Um, I think the the worst thing about the finale was how, uh, Kate's mom's storyline got wrapped up in Madam relation mask? huh madam mask I, I guess that's supposed she's to be a villain. she's a villain in the comics okay so. um but i did think that that wrapped it itself up very well because they didn't give the mom really time to really explain to kate everything it was like oh uh your dad was in debt uh and it, there's just, it's, I mean, why does she? Why does she need to? There's gonna be there's gonna be other stuff going on. But like, I, I just this, I don't I mean, know. This isn't, this isn't just like a one and done thing. Here you go. She's a she's a villain. She's gonna be a problem in in other things. But like I think my main issue is I really wish that from the top that um, Kingpin had been just the bad guy from the top. Um, I think I think that would have. He was the bad guy. He was the one pulling the strings. I I, I know that. I, I get that. But I wish that we had just established it at the start. That I think because we you have this the 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 fake out with her stepdad or yeah stepdad stepdad. Then you you shift it over to the mom. But that's it doesn't last very long. And it then, wasn't. Oh, it was. It was never. It was never on the mom. The mom was the the mom was never the the villain until literally the fifth episode that's what that's i'm saying you, you have that fake out and then you, you shift to her and it doesn't last very long and then you, you go into wilson Fitz. it's because it's because kingpin's the villain he's the one pulling the strings and everything I know, oh i know that i for just for me watching it to as a driving force for the plot of the show i think it would have been better if we had just known that kingpin was the guy from either it's not episode one episode two when you like, see his hand, 
when when are we introduced to Echo? Uh, episode, episode one, the end of episode one. Three? It's three. It's episode three. She's at the end of episode three. Yeah, that yeah, that's when you first see her. At the, no, at the, oh, I'm sorry. At the end of episode two. Okay. When, when, when so Kingpin's Clint... shown in episode three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you, you see him touching her cheek. I guess, yeah, but I don't know. It, it, I, I just, yeah, I think I, I loved, I loved the bait and switch with the swordsman. Oh no, I thought that was hilarious. The, everything that happened in the finale was just awesome. <laughs> so him, him, him doing that, and you just being like, "This dude, I don't trust this dude," and then at the end of it, you're like, "Man, I really hope he larps." <laughs> that's that's great and that's that's why i don't have that's why i don't have a problem with that with that bait and switch because it's just so great at the end of it where he's you know sword fighting the tracksuits no like you know like yeah him just actually just wind wind turning into this just being i guess kind of an earnest just kind of goofy dude yeah instead of this uh, mustache twirling villain i i like that i did like that he has a he has a line and that last episode when he's talking to like his nephew. Yeah. Every, every, everyone remember like do, 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 you, do you remember, remember Pete? Pete your pants in the Hamptons? I think is what I the do. Line is. Everyone does. Like, <laughs> just man, Catherine laughing to that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Just so no, I like I'm I, I understand for you on that one, but my justification for that is that that bait and switch which led to everything that he did in the last episode i <laughs> completely warranted for me um i the, the the part where clint's up in the tree um i'm like can, can he just climb down like it doesn't this doesn't seem like do we do we have to cut it down do we what's gonna happen guys is we're gonna throw daniel into a giant christmas tree right in the middle of it and then we're going to say, climb down. We're going to see how long it takes him to get. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, and then you have the LARPers coming to help save the day, which, you know, was a nice moment. But I thought it was odd that these, like, chaos is unfolding. There's bad guys running around. And these three LARPers stop, go inside, and change their, take the time to change their costumes and come out back. I was like, how long were you good? How long? That took you guys a while. It was underneath the tuxes, man. <laughs> Done. Went into the phone booth. Got taken care of. Because <laughs> in the Marvel Universe, people know who Superman is. I watched the Eternals. <laughs> That's right. They did. They did. They did mention that in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but overall, um, I th- I thought it was a good show. I, I liked that there there wasn't really high stakes to it um which we don't get that a lot nowadays in the mcu it's if um but i did i did like it i did like it um it's i've my favorite mcu show of the year was loki loki wandavision then this um and then i guess falcon winter soldier falcon Falcon, falcon winter soldier that show was messier um, that it than it should have been, but I think a lot of that had to do with COVID. Um, 
then what if it, it also didn't come out when it was supposed to did it it was supposed was it supposed to come out before wandavision yeah it was supposed to be the first one out, out of the shoot um okay. but See, again that's, COVID, that's another so. thing is i'm curious how all this would have been if everything had been able to go the way it did like if we saw that and black widow on time well i think from disney's perspective they're glad wandavision came out first uh because that that exploded in a way that Winter Soldier kept, or Falcon and Winter Soldier just didn't. I, um, I think WandaVision was very good and I really enjoyed it, but I was very worried about that one with how mainstream audiences were because I remember people talking about those first two episodes and be like, I don't get what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're making fun of like, sitcoms like just be along for the ride there's going to be a payoff there eventually but i don't know i i i didn't necessarily like the way that wandavision ended and i think that's yeah that, 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 yeah I, that, like I didn't i didn't like the big i enjoyed the vision fight i didn't necessarily care for agatha and wanda being like pew 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 pew, pew. so <laughs> Um, no, I, I I agree with you on the way it ended. It felt after a show that was very much about being weird and just d- doing stuff you hadn't seen in the MCU up to this point, it, it did slip into, oh, well, seen this kind of fight before. Um, that was, but that was disappointing. But I, it didn't um, overall take away from the show at any point. But But again, like Loki was my favorite um just be- because that, that they did so much in that show <laughs> um did. Did. from from episode to episode which i hated i wanted more of loki and owen wilson solving time crimes together i could i could have done so what more. i'm hearing what i'm hearing is that you wish that marvel seasons were longer <laughs> is, is that is that what i'm hearing? no i wish there had just been one more episode at least of the time crimes like so what you're saying is <laughs> you wish that marvel series were longer i i think you could get me give me what i wanted from that show without extending the episodes um i think you could have had one more time that sounds episode. that sounds like a longer season <laughs> okay perhaps 13 episodes no 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 um Sorry, I've just I've got to give him grief. Yeah, now, but so yeah. Anyway, I I really liked that. Um, and we're getting a season two of that, which that was, was that was one thing I didn't know. Like I've only watched the finale one time, and I I need to go back and watch it. But I was not expecting it to go the way it was. Yeah. When you know Kang came out, I was I was kind of like, really like this is how he's playing him. Like this is, I mean, this is this is the big bad type of thing. This is, mm-hmm. and this is how he's playing him, and then, you know, realizing, oh, this is a variant. This isn't the version that we're going to be getting going forward. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know it was getting a second season, either. So, I'm very excited about that. I don't know. Just, I'm glad I have a Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> I have a Disney Plus subscription for forever. So, so, but yeah. Uh... What, what replaced Hawkeye is a little, little show called Star Wars, The Book of Boba Fett. Um, a spinoff, basically, 
Well, okay, how, how do we characterize Book of Boba Fett? Is it a spinoff? Is it a sequel to Return of the Jedi? What, what, what do we call this? It's not a spinoff. I mean, I guess I guess it is. It's a spinoff of like Return of the Jedi. Okay. Because it's just it's it's just a sequel to Star Wars. I mean, they just <laughs> I, we've we've discussed this plenty of times. I'm much more interested now, and I think that they're realizing it as well. That as far as live action things, getting away from you know necessarily the Empire and the mm. Jedi and you know giant space battles. Oh, there's there's a lot more interesting things that you can do and different stories to tell with the more underground yeah. like crime elements of Star Wars and Mandalorian was great. I I I genuinely think that they were not expecting the Mandalorian to be as successful as it is. I mean, it it pretty much saved fran- the I, I say save the franchise like Star Wars isn't going to go ever go anywhere. But mm-hmm. if you talk to people after you know the last jedi and rise of skywalker people were very disappointed with star wars and now i don't hear that Mm -hmm. at least in you know when i'm discussing star wars with friends or you know just people are like oh i love i love the mandalorian and i i think people are really excited about this but if i was never a character i really cared about yeah i'm i'm excited to watch this I love that Robert Rodriguez is involved with this. He's one of my favorite directors. I'm waiting for Danny Trejo to show up <laughs> at some point in this. But the I heard some on one of the podcasts I listened to, they compared this first episode to the first season of Arrow as far as like just hmm. a lot of flashbacks. Well, you know, that that that's that's kind of my main thing um, was I expected there to be flashbacks. I knew there was going to be them, but I didn't think it was going to be like 50, yeah. 50, like that, that for me um, really kind of keeps the show from really kicking the tires off in this first episode, because it does not come out swinging the way Mandalorian did. No. Uh, there's nothing in this first episode that goes like, Oh man, can you believe that? I, so there's one thing in this episode where I was just, I was genuinely kind of confused and I'm like, okay, this, like, where the hell did the stormtrooper come from? That's in, <laughs> in the Sarlacc pit. I was well, like, I, I just assumed that, you know, back during A New Hope while they were looking for the droids, the stormtrooper just fell in on accident. And he so. just managed to like, so that kind of, I was like, okay, but... I also really enjoyed how, I mean, you see in The Mandalorian, after you see him, you see that he's scarred up and you just kind of assume that's from the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And then it's just like, no, he was literally baking in, you know, the twin sons of Tatooine. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was a, a nice little touch. I, but, but actually like when, when the Jawas take off his helmet and stuff, he's already scarred at that point yeah so but not but not like how he you know was the first time that you see him on that the i saw a video of uh pat oswald's filibuster yes. from Rec. yes yeah. where it's above it and then there it's him describing him coming out of the sarlacc pit and i thought that was 
absolutely fantastic. I don't Hand know. down from the twin sons of Tatooine, uh, we are now close on the mouth of the Sarlacc pit. After a beat, the gloved Mandalorian armor gauntlet of Boba Fett grabs onto the sand outside the Sarlacc pit, and the feared bounty hunter pulls himself from the maw of the sand beast. Okay, this is and exactly... And we realize uh, that he survived his fall uh, during the battle at Jabba's uh, palace ship. I don't know if that was intentional. I mean, we all we all knew it was coming. I'm glad that we got to see that. That was, I, in a lot of ways, I wish that's how he had been introduced in The Mandalorian, aside from it just being like, you know, backshot, him turn around and be like, oh, hey, look, it's Boba Fett. Like, I would have loved to, have, you know, seen that. But I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, it was it was interesting when I cannot remember the actress's name, but she's from Flashdance, and the Twi'lek that he talks okay. to. Okay, he's the lead actress in Flashdance. Okay, and so my my girlfriend, uh, Catherine. Fee- fiance now i'm trying to break myself of that habit like i keep referring to her as my girlfriend it's like yeah my fiance now so yeah maybe i'll eventually break that but she was like oh it's so and so from Flashdance," and i was like she's the sheriff from swamp thing like that's in you know that's a show that i'm gonna make you watch oh <laughs> so okay that, that only lasted one season right it did it did mm-hmm. that's that's one of the good like dce dceu properties Back when DC was trying to have its own streaming service. Mm-hmm. So bring that one back, please. Um, but I mean, are you and then the the big battle at the uh, the end of the episode, all I could think about was Clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that comparison. Yeah. Yeah. That, but, I mean, that was just I, I was also like, what like what is this going from? Also, random thing. Uh Rodian, I believe is I, I might be losing some Star Wars credit because I can't remember the race. Are they are they always green? Like was he red because he'd been baking for so long? No, no, they're different colors. They're, okay. yeah, I they're, they're different colors. I, like, I yeah. can't remember ever seeing a red one. Mm-hmm. And so I was curious if that was them being like this is what happens to you know them when they're out too long in the sun. No, no, no. The, yeah, the, I think I'm pretty sure it's established that yeah, there's different different colors okay. Rodians. Um so I was really what really took me off guard about the show was that um Bubba's not like the ruthless guy that you would have assumed if you're just going off of the previous stuff that we've seen Bubba in like you know Empire Return the Clone Wars cartoon the Mandalorian uh, Mandalorian he's he's nicer like the first his first lines in the entire episode are after he's un unbound himself or whatever he turns to the roadie and says do you want me to free you i was like huh that, i would not have i gone there i would i think it's also one of those things where he you know just had this near-death experience i don't know if they're going to go this way with it but it's you know he had this near-death experience he saw like what i mean obviously for the mandalorian like his goal is to get his armor back like at this point but now with him as a character, he realizes it's slightly a broken system and maybe just doesn't want to continue down that path and, you know, slightly try to be the change. Also, you know, he's 
a protagonist now as opposed mm. to an antagonist. So yeah. that's might be a reason for the the character change on the show. Well, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting when they finally get to it and address it. Why does Boba want to be a crime lord? Like he, he's been a bounty hunter for the last you know twenty odd years. What what's getting, he's what, getting old and wants that easy money. <laughs> but I do appreciate that he he's being portrayed as being out of his element. He's not really sure. He got his ass kicked in this last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, <laughs> and he, he got the gets put back in the back tank, which why do you think he has to go in the back tank? Is it from the injuries from the Sarlacc or injuries he he's suffers at the hands of man who just got jumped by a gang? Got his ass beat. I he could be dying as well. Like that could probably be a thing. So he is alone. I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, they showed Camino, so I don't know if that's gonna like play into it. He's never mentioned in any of the other movies, so I don't know if this is gonna be like, oh hey, Boba's like on his way out. He's you know realizing he's dying type of thing, or what they're gonna do. That's that's honestly one thing that I'm I'm curious to see like how far they go in these shows into the you know the timeline because they said that they're not scrapping the the sequel trilogy or anything so i'm curious when you know i can't even remember the name of the antagonist group in the sequel trilogy the new order first the first First order order. first order order. yeah curious to see when that all starts seeping in yeah but right now i'm i'm loving where we're at in star wars this is a, a this 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 right now is the that unexplored part we don't know what necessarily happened here we yeah. haven't seen before so it's it's exciting i'm i'm really curious to see what all happens on this i've seen some people some criticism of disney going really your first two star wars shows are about characters who look exactly alike so, you know two mandalorian characters yeah. um and i would like kind of defend it because you don't if you don't want to do boba fett first because like he where, 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 where you go because they oh. they sell they sell things guys yeah <laughs> but like I, I i don't think you want to do boba fett first um because like again this was a fan favorite character people wanted to see something like this for 40 years if you trot it out first well there was and there it takes there was going to be a boba fett movie at yeah one yeah and yeah. And I mean, part of the reason that the Mandalorian looks like, or is a Mandalorian, yeah. is just like, we're just going to give him that Boba Fett rub. People like that, you know, IG-11, it's like it's IG-88. It's just like, we're going to have these, you know, mm-hmm. these things without just straight up calling it that. And again, like I said, I don't think that they, I mean, I knew, I think they knew they had something, but I didn't think, I don't think they thought it was going to take over like it did yeah but i think i think that's why you do the mandalorian first because it's not as well known it's not a well-known character it's the first time you're seeing this guy um and so you can kind of gauge interest off that and then go out from there For if you do it with boba fett there, there, there's weight to that and if that the if it doesn't it doesn't kick off as well that that you're you have more to lose, you have less to lose and by doing. The other thing with that too is 
you know, like we were talking about how it's always, at least right now, they're doing established things and yeah. remakes and sequels. And yes, it was Star Wars, but it was this like fresh take, it, yeah. you know, a spaghetti Western for the most part. Yeah. Like one and done's in Star and We hadn't seen that before. And it was very nice and very refreshing. And I can't wait for season three. And they started that. They did some world building and now they're thrown into this other stuff. I mean, hell, like as much as I say, I want them to get away from the empire and, and Jedi's and who didn't lose their mind at the end of that second season. Like that was, that was awesome. So, and we wouldn't have gotten that if it had started with the Boba Fett show, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think, I think, the only my only criticism is that like man, I really want that that Kenobi show. I want that so bad. <laughs> like give me give me the Kenobi show and then I don't think we wouldn't have, I the here's the thing is if the Mandalorian hadn't hit, we wouldn't be yeah. getting the stuff that we're getting now. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, so that's I mean, so much of this stuff is a response to what you know what hits and what yeah. and what doesn't. And I mean, as much as people want to say, oh, we had all of this plan, we had this, it's just like, no, you don't. You're throwing <laughs> stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I mean, thankfully we got this and thankfully people enjoyed it. And I'm I'm in for the ride. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember on, on Twitter recently, we asked, what is the movie you're most looking forward to in 2022? Mm-hmm what's yours um i want to say like um I, I i should look at a list of what everything's coming uh, but like thor thor 4 love and thunder okay i think i think that's kind of up there because I, it's thor 3 ragnarok man that was just a blast like after what we got with the first two that was yeah. just completely one complete 180 Taika, I you know we talked about actors earlier. Like, is there an actor that you know takes you? You will go to the movie theater to see them. Yeah, I, I it's it's more directors for me, and mm-hmm. Taika is one of those one of those guys for me. I I love watching things that he's involved in, and I mean Thor's up there for me. I feel I feel like I'm kind of copping out saying that a you know comic book film, just because I mean Thor's coming out. Doctor Strange is coming out. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very. It's not what I like my most anticipated, like the one I want to see the most. But I'm very curious to see how they handle Black Panther. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about it, like I, I cannot wait to see that man. But it's it's really weird for me to say a movie that's coming out in March is the one that I want to see the most. Yeah. If honestly, it's for me, it's probably Lightyear. <laughs> okay. So the trailer I, did look really good. You know, we, um, that that first trailer when they start, you know, playing Bowie over it, and I'm just, I mean, Toy Story came out when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You're big deal to me," and just seeing that trailer, and then you know, I, I mentioned Chris Evans earlier doing the voice. I'm I'm pumped. Pixar, you know, again, just Disney. I just throw my money at him. <laughs> Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar for life. I'll, I'll be yeah, there. but yeah, uh, Thor four just because. Natalie Portman's coming back, and I really didn't expect Natalie Portman to come back. Christian um, Bale? After, 
after Thor two, I did yeah, Christian Bale. Um, but like we we talked on our Thor episode, like man, Natalie Portman, she's a great actress, but they just didn't do that character any justice really. So her coming back to be Lady Thor, bring yeah. it on. Um, so question: Did you ever read like Jason Aaron's run? Have you read any like Thor comic books or anything? Um. I think at some point around the time that Thor 2 came out, I think I read like maybe one Thor graphic novel. Okay. Um, because I, I have the feeling, well, I mean, I don't have the feeling. This is going to be very influenced by Jason Aaron's run. Mm-hmm. And if you get the chance beforehand, like if you're excited about this, and I highly recommend checking out Jason Aaron's run on Thor. I, I know that this is a movie podcast, but <laughs> I'll throw comic books in every now and then. Yeah. But it's it's where the villain in this is from his run, as well as, you know, Jane Foster picking up Mjolnir and becoming Thor. So. Also, the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in it. Um, not, not sure for, for how much time, but I think that Taiki... Are, are all of them going to be in it or just Chris Pratt? Uh, I don't know, but... Uh... It's just, Chris Pratt's going to be in everything, eventually. <laughs> but I think uh, the Taiki, what Taika, 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 what what he brought with Thor, and what you the kind of chaotic energy you get from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I think those mesh really well. Yeah. So him, a, just him and James Gunn have done so much for the MCU. I mean, like I love all the serious stuff that we get, but. As far as like rewatching, I know like we talked about Winter Soldier. I, I think that might be the best MCU movie. But mm-hmm. if I'm rewatching stuff, it's going to be that first Guardians and it's going to be Thor Ragnarok. Those are the the two that I've seen the most. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can put on anytime and enjoy. Have you have you played the Guardians game yet? Yes. Okay, I I, I started playing it uh, last week, nice. um, and. I, I'm to the point where they're trying to get the Milano out of the docking okay. bay. It's it's uh, a lot of fun. I kind of want to go back. I'm not very rarely. I I have a you know a console and I but I don't game as much as you know you think that I would. <laughs> but I I played that. I beat it. I kind of want to go through and get a lot of the skins because I didn't pick up everything. It's just one of those things where I was just kind of playing through. I had an absolute blast with that game. I thought it was a perfect melding of, you know, MCU and the, the comic book version. Yeah. I, I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm halfway through or quarter of the way, whatever. Um, I think it's arguably better than the movies. Like character, characterization wise, uh, world design, it's uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun and like what they can do, and the uh, the big bad in that as well that you eventually get to okay. is where I feel like they're going to be taking us in Guardians Three. So, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I could not wait for that game. I paid full price for the the special edition like tin box set that that came in so i'm a huge i'm a huge guardians of the galaxy fan like i rocket and Groot, you know back in the day i legitimately almost had them tattooed on my body before uh <laughs> okay. beforehand. but no yeah, i'm enjoying it um after like 
the brief experience I had with the Avengers video game, uh, which was just not good. Which, which uh, blows my mind because it's the same studio, right? Yeah. Put it out. Yeah. I think that's one reason people were so surprised with it. And it's it's great. And I love the soundtrack. Oh, it's it's oh yeah, it's it's as as Fr- Ferris Bueller said, it is so choice. Yeah. Um, can, I mean, that's as if as much as you want to say like the game might be better than the movies, the the music being part of like Peter Quill's backstory, that's from James Gunn. That's not yeah. a comic book thing. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like the this first is, the, the 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 level where you're flying the Milano through the the quarantine zone to yeah. fl- uh, to the what's it. I, I ran by the, the, the flamingo, the seagulls, seagulls, right? Flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. That was such a cool, it, it's a very easy level and there's that much risk to it, but it was just so fun. Just like, I ran, ran so far. It's like this, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is what I want. <laughs> and the, the game gets better. So I'm. that's going to be part of the things that we're going to be talking about in the next one is how far you've gotten in that game and <laughs> if, you're, if you're still enjoying it. Yeah, but I think, I think that's it. We're coming up on two hours now. All right. So, hey, we're, we're probably going to split this apart. That's that's our new trick is we're just going to talk for two hours and then we're going to cut this down into so that we're not having to, uh, so we have some extra time to do that. He's probably going to cut this out so that you don't know our secret. <laughs> but, but yeah, our, yeah, our last episode, we, we talked about Cowboys and Aliens and then, you know, Spider-Man and died, uh, No Time to Die and just, yeah, just cut it. Um, so, we, uh, yeah, I might probably might do the same thing for this. Um, not a bad plan i feel like two hours is a big ask for people a lot of the time so yeah and so yeah you don't want to go do you want do you want to hear us talking about a, a 10 year old movie or do you want to talk hear us talking about the new stuff, stuff. You, you can get both just um it's a, it's a, i mean i know that this isn't going to be on there and this is me just talking to you now but like i think that's actually a really good idea <laughs> to, to, to do um Especially since, you know, this format is us just going off the cuff yeah, <laughs> with a lot of time. But do you want me to do the, the sign-off now? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but as, as usual, I'm Dan McFadden. This has been Aaron Corhorst. Aaron, Aaron where, where, can they, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at abcohurst at sorry i was about to say at gmail.com that's not my email address you don't need my email address the email address that you need is catching up 2011 at gmail.com it's catch, that's no, it's what, catch up podcast 2011 at see, gmail.com. that's why he's here it's because he knows these things but the twitter handle is at catching, catching up 2011 yes that's why i got confused all these yes. at symbols very confusing but oh. ab Cohurst on twitter you know, give me a follow, write us a message. Yeah. Um, let us know what you're excited about is going into 2022. Are you excited about Thor Love and Thunder? Are you excited about Lightyear? Or are you excited about something else? Uh, let uh, us well, know. We, we asked on Twitter uh, what someone, what everyone was excited for this year. One, one person replied, uh, Debbie Sana, Sana. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her last name, but she said with the, tra- with the trailers up until now, probably the Batman although I'm a bit wary. Then I also, I'm curious to know what Jordan Peele's new film will be about. Oh, and Knives Out 2. Loved the first one. So did I. Um, Knives, out, Knives Out 2, or I'm, I can't wait. To, I've seen the cast list. I can't wait to see that first trailer. Just, that's, 
I know we talk about death on the Nile and mm. how I really have like no interest to see that film. And, no. you know, that's, that's the story of a detective doing all these different things. We had, you know, the Orient Express earlier, but I'd be very interested in seeing Daniel Craig just play that character from now on. You know how uh, Robert Downey Jr. was saying he just wanted to play Sherlock Holmes and Iron Man for the rest of his life. Daniel Craig was Bond and uh, Benoit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that'd be great. I can't believe we're, we're, we're supposed to be getting Sherlock Holmes 3 at some point. It has been a decade since the last one, like, which is just wild to me. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the last one. I didn't, oh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really oh, care for the first one, but I, I liked the second one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean Harris was, was uh, um, the villain, whatever. His, what's Moriarty? Holmes. Moriarty, yeah. I thought he was great. Um, I again, that's I believe believe uh, Sherlock Holmes two is on the list for us. So we'll be getting. To I know it. I know where I was and who I watched that movie with. So all right, <laughs> but we'll get to it. But yeah, I'm Dale McFadden. This I'm Aaron Coers. Aaron Coers. This has been the latest episode of Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. We can't wait to catch up with you next time. Take care, guys. Happy New Year. Bye.